This is Mark Mowry, Chief Investment Officer of Statera Asset Management, and these are my notes for this month. I was made fun of this week by one of our advisors. Thinks I sound a bit funny in my intro. Sort of like Kramer in the Seinfeld episode titled The Pool Guy, but perhaps much better remembered for Kramer's impersonation of the movie phone service after receiving a new phone number all too similar to that service's own. For sure, there's a difference in my voice when presenting and when having a conversation. A known issue of sorts, one that emerged when I used to do a lot of talking head TV. Who's that guy, I was often asked, if not only for the seeming voiceover, but also because I was told to have taken on a bit more serious of a demeanor. There's a reason, of course, I bring up the matter. A few steps to make the connection, though. As I wrote in this month's commentary, 2020 has been a year like no other in so many ways. But in several aspects, the year has been emblematic of a few fundamental characteristics of market history. The first is that the market can be immensely volatile, quick to plunge, but also quick to rebound. The second is that the market might seem at the same time to be senseless and entirely sensible. And third, perhaps most importantly, that patience is certainly a virtue when it comes to investing. With regard to volatility, we bet few listening to this message forget the rapid, dramatic plunge in the U.S. stock market in February and March. Some might not have noticed the quick rebound, though, had they freaked out and exited the market during the drawdown. Hard to fault anyone who did for their concerns. Not having experienced a global pandemic in modern times, the ultimate progression, severity, and curing of the outbreak was entirely unknowable back then. In many ways, remains so even to this day. The market's plunge certainly can be attributed to that unknowability. But what about the rebound? On the flip side, as we collectively took a step back from the then-present severity of trends in the virus and the broader economy, investors began to extend their perspectives to a point at which the world would resume normal activity, or at least something closer to it. Markets in turn rebounded to reflect those assumptions about the future. Now, many object to the strength of the markets this year, given the present, still tenuous state of pandemic affairs. But that otherwise seemingly confounding juxtaposition should seem more sensible when reminded of the market's natural tendency to focus well into the future. Market activity in February through August, and to a lesser extent market volatility around the U.S. presidential election, demonstrate its tendency to be overreactive to short-term surprises, but more rational over longer stretches of time. Perspectives compress its surprise, then extend as clarity returns. And not only to the downside. There's more than a good bit of seemingly irrational enthusiasm for a relatively narrow set of stocks that might have benefited from the pandemic, but whose individual businesses and even business models are likely to revert to less generous settings soon enough. And even if the pandemic has truly shifted the natural state of various affairs, let's least not forget that there's nothing like exceptional profit to draw competition that eventually whittles away that excess. The market's habit of seemingly shifting perspectives is one that remains among the more challenging for the average investor to tolerate. How not to get caught up in the moment when it seems everyone else is. To remain focused on the long term while acknowledging near-term factors that might otherwise lead us to make poor decisions. The pandemic has posed unique challenges from a reality-squaring standpoint. The virus obviously presented great need to be cautious in our daily lives. So why did it not turn out to be the case with our approaches to investment? We think that the answer, again, tends to be that the market far more quickly comes to the realization that this too shall pass. Some may believe it's still far too early for the market not only to have recovered all the ground loss to the early pandemic, but also to have gone to record record highs, even on the last day of the year. But that is very much its nature. 
a predisposition we believe all investors must come to recognize in order to achieve suitably optimal outcomes. So, back to my voiceovers. I think I subconsciously tend to speak in what we at home call my banker voice by virtue of the weightiness of the decisions with which we are entrusted and the generally heavy density of the efforts and conversations that support and convey these decisions. Some may snicker at this suggestion, and results may vary, but I think it might help all investors to take a similar approach to managing their own perspectives and conversations about investing. Might not need to alter their voices, intentionally or not, to achieve the intended effect. But we think keeping a strong mental separation between the vagaries of the here and now and the far more concrete intentions and expectations for future outcomes should continue to serve us all very well. Thanks very much for listening in this year, and well wishes for a superstar to 2021. Importantly, past performance is not indicative of future results. The foregoing commentary is not presented as an investment recommendation. The approach described may not be right for everyone. No one listening to this commentary should take our comments as advice specific to or appropriate for their individual situations. Individual circumstances should be taken into consideration when determining a suitable investment approach. All investing carries risk.